Welcome to How I Work, a show about the tactics used by leading innovators to get so much out of their day. I'm your host, Dr. Amantha Imba. I'm an organizational psychologist, the founder of innovation consultancy Inventium, and I'm obsessed with finding ways to optimize my workday. This episode is another My Favourite Tip episode. The title's probably pretty self-explanatory. It's about my favourite tip from each of the interviews I conduct. So my guest today is Doris Brett, Dr. Doris Brett, also known as Doris Imber, my mum. I have known my mum, well, all my life. And my dad, who does all the sound editing for this podcast, actually suggested that my mum could make a very interesting guest. Now, I'm obviously biased, but I thought that my chat with my mum was a very interesting interview, um, as is the extract that we'll be putting in uh, today's show. So by way of background, as well as being my mum, Doris Brett has practiced as a clinical psychologist for nearly four decades and is also a multi-award winning poet and critically acclaimed memoirist and writer. Her books range through various genres, including therapeutic stories for children, fiction, memoir and poetry. She even wrote a bread baking book back in the 80s. Her latest book is The Sunday Story Club, co-written with Kerry Q about conversation being the hot new conversation topic. And it really taps into the global movement towards reclaiming face-to-face meaningful conversation and personal stories rather than living our lives online. So my mum is an amazing storyteller. And in this extract from the full interview, she talks about how she works with stories and how we can use them to reframe negative experiences. Basically, I think that we all we all consist of stories that that's how we understand our lives we we as human beings have an absolute drive to create meaning and without meaning we have no way of understanding our lives what we should do the context how we should be responding so we create stories about every single experience even though we're not conscious of the stories and neuroscientists have in fact referred to the brain as story-making machine. So the frame of the story is what gives the story the meaning. If you have an experience, for example, of not succeeding at a task at work, there are different ways in which you can create a story around that. But as you said, one of the ways is I've failed. And that can also mean to you, I'm a loser. And the other way of creating the frame is I didn't succeed at this, but I learned a lot from it. I'm a learner. And that framework gives you an entirely different way of seeing both yourself and the task and the future because that that's what the frame of a story does it's an orienting device and it orients us towards particular aspects of both the experience and what it means for us in the future because we're always thinking about what our present experiences mean for us in the future okay so that's helpful you know, when thinking about failure, I guess something else that a lot of people struggle with is procrastination, which I'd I'd love you to talk about, I guess, what, what is the story that's going on there for people potentially and how, how can reframing that help, you know, when it comes to getting over procrastination, being more productive, for example? 
Well, I think the frame that we put around a story basically is what we are directing our attention to in the story. So it's a bit like being in a dark room with a torch with a narrow beam. We only see what we aim the torch at. So with procrastination, let's say we've got a task that we have to get done and let's say it's a boring or repetitive task and we've been putting it off for that reason. What we're doing in that case is focusing our torch on the boring and repetitive part of doing the task. Another frame that we can put around that story is focusing on how we're going to feel when we've completed completed the task, which is virtuous and free. And if we put that framework around the story, the way we feel about the task changes. It's, I'll get this done and I'm going to feel great afterwards instead of, oh no, I don't want to get onto this. Mm, that, that's helpful. And, and I think like I've, I've heard you tell lots of stories. I grew up as a child with you telling me a lot of stories, very memorable stories. And like, I'm curious, how, how do you construct a good story? Because I know that you've, you've studied storytelling in, in quite some depth. I have studied storytelling in some depth, but that's mostly because I just grew up loving mythology and, you know, it was just my joy to to read mythology from all around the world. And there is a lot of wisdom that is contained in those stories and there's a reason that they have lasted over centuries because they do contain wisdom. And Joseph Campbell, who is famous for exploring and writing about comparative mythology and religion, is a wonderful person to read if you want to get a sense of what these stories, the folk tales and the mythology can give to you. And one of his books is called The Hero with Thousand Faces. And what he did for that book was he looked at the stories about heroes over many cultures through the ages And he concluded that there was an archetypal hero's journey. And it's a very, very interesting concept because in modern times, we think of heroes, we think of, we call athletes heroes. And we think of heroes as people who are talented or brave and they do something and they just succeed. Whereas the classic hero's journey that is repeated in country after country through myth after myth and story after story is that the hero always experiences doubts and concerns about this quest. And very typically, the hero not only experiences doubts and fears, but fails, certainly at the first go before ultimately succeeding. And that failure is an integral part of the journey because the hero needs to gain the learning about himself that comes from failing and also needs to learn how to continue with the quest with no certainty of success, which is something that we would all benefit from hugely because there, I don't know of anyone where success is guaranteed 
in any venture. Hello there, me again. I hope you liked that extract from my chat with my mum. And for me, I particularly liked what she said about reframing procrastination, which I definitely suffer from at times, and I'm sure many listeners do as well. So I hope that there was something there in today's show that, that you can apply to your own life if you're a bit of a procrastinator. So that is it for today. If you like this excerpt, you might want to listen to my full chat with my mum, which I link to in the show notes. And if you're enjoying how I work, why not recommend it to someone else that you think would enjoy the show and get some value from it? Uh, So if you have already done that, thank you. And if you're going to do that today, a big thank you as well. So that's it for today and I'll see you next time.